pot party. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. Hello and welcome to Trippin' Through Time. I'm Stuart. And I'm Randall. And today we are going to talk a little bit about cannabis, the mm-hmm. history of cannabis. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? That's basically it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a very history heavy yeah, episode. Yeah, and we'll see how far we get in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to give everybody uh, a quick overview of cannabis. Um, so... Like I said, I like to start the podcast always with plants and like, you know, like what we're talking about. And so today we're talking about cannabis. It's a genus of flowering plants in the family Cannabaceae, I think. And then, uh, but the number of species within the genus is disputed. And this is your classes, classic where you get, there's three different species that may be recognized. One of them is cannabis sativa. I'm sure you all heard of sativa. There's cannabis indica. Yes. And then there's cannabis ruderalis. Um, now, a lot of people say that they're all part of sativa. Uh, a lot of people... It's very debated of there are actually different species. So, um, so there you go. It also originated in Central Asia, the plant cannabis, and we all we are thinking it's the su- upper South Asia in, in its origin. Um, so I also wanted to make the distinct distinction between cannabis and hemp. So there's also a term called hemp, and it's basically varieties of cannabis cultivated for non-drug use. Um, it's can it's cannabis has been long used for hemp fiber, hemp seeds, and their oils. Um, currently hemp has to be, have less than 0.3% THC by dry weight to be classified as hemp and used as hemp, um, in the U S. Um, and then just briefly, I wanted to explain that cannabis, the main psychoactive component of cannabis is THC, um, and that stands for tetrahydrocannabinol. Tetrahydrocannabinol, um, and there is that's one. It is the most potent one and most active psychoactive in the cannabis. But that is one of at least 113 cannabinoids identified in cannabis. So there's a lot of other stuff going on. Um, one of those other ones would be like CBD, cannabidol, I believe it's called. Um, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to briefly talk about what cannabis is, how it's a psychoactive drug, which is that THC in there. Um, and now we're going to, I think, de- dive deep into the history. Yes. Uh, so today we're really going to talk about from the beginnings of cannabis and the history in terms of its relationship with humans, because the real history went, goes back way further. And we're only going to make it to about the Romans today. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, so the very early history, cannabis as a plant first emerged on the earth 28 million years ago on the eastern Tibetan plateau. Now, when did dinosaurs roam the earth? Do you remember? A very long time. They were there. They were yeah, there? Yeah. The plant was there first? plant was there. Dinosaurs, hmm. they were there. Were they smoking weed? Probably not. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and it's really up for debate when exactly it was first cultivated and domesticated by humans. Mm-hmm. But some of the first 
or the earliest archaeological evidence is on an island called Oki, which is uh, near Japan. Okay. And uh, they found... Okinawa? Is that... Not Okinawa. No. Probably similar. Oh, okay. I bet Oki's like a Japanese prefix. That Mm. means something. Okay. And they found cannabis akines. Do you know what that is? Oh, can I read it? Mm Mm-hmm. Where is it? Up at the top. Oh, no. I think it's like the seeds. Okay. It's not a chemical term. No, no. I think it's a seed of some kind. I don't know. And this was from 8,000 BC. So that's pretty old. 10,000 years ago. Um, But most evidence says that this ancient cannabis is actually hemp. Mm-hmm. It's it's really hard to tell, like even doing lab tests, the difference of really old uh, cannabis versus, I guess it, they're both cannabis, mm-hmm. but it's hard to tell if it was psychoactive or just hemp. Mm-hmm. But most people think it was hemp being used for its physical properties like fiber, hemp oil, right? all, um, all kinds of things. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe even the root of the word cannabis mm-hmm. does come, it's similar to canvas, like mm. paper uh, or ship. Uh, yeah. canvas yeah and so I, th- I think they're very similar in root yeah in doing well we'll talk more about this but i thought it was interesting how they back in the day they used hemp for so much stuff it was yeah. and we don't really use it anymore very versatile yeah and i hope we can talk about this later and we may have to wait until um we get back into the dea stuff yeah but when this became a war on drugs marijuana was targeted heavily yeah and that is when they really, um, the people that started it all were the paper companies. Yeah, I believe so. that. And there's a stigma of hemp farmers as being like these hippy dippy. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. a fucking hemp farmer. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's a real, you know, beneficial thing. Crazy. Yes. Anyway, so I'm gonna run through three countries where should I call it cannabis? Yeah, I'd call it cannabis. I think okay. that's better. I, we don't really get the term marijuana unless we're in Mexico. Right, okay. So. I'm going to go with cannabis. So yeah. I'm going to run through three or maybe four countries where cannabis first kind of took off. The first is China. Um, there's some evidence that the Chinese were smoking it for its psychoactive properties up to 2,500 years ago. 2,500, okay. They found at this site called the Jerzenkel. I don't. Mm. I can't pronounce it. The mm. cemetery. I don't know. Uh, which is nine thousand six hundred feet in the Pamir Mountains. They found these um, brazers, braziers, mm. which is where they That's would take website. not a brazier. Oh. No, <laughs> they would take hot stones and put them in like a wooden box almost with the plant, okay. and it would just fumigate. Okay. And they would either be sitting in a tent or close to it right. and just inhale right. the smoke. A little classic hot box. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's how they did it. And there's more evidence in the world's, I cannot pronounce this word, the world's first pharmacopoeia. Pharmacopoeia is exactly Is correct. that it? You got it's it. It's so many vowels in that word. I th- I'm pretty sure Look it's at pharmacopoeia. That, up at the top. Yeah, you got it perfect. That's, what a gnarly yeah. way to spell yeah. it. Um, made by a guy named Pen Cao Ching. No, no, no. This is the Pen Sao Ching, not the guy who made it. Anyway, and in this, it said that cannabis could treat all kinds of stuff, such as rheumatic pain, intestinal constipation, Mm -hmm. disorders of female reproductive system, Mm. malaria, Mm. and several other things. Hmm. Um, They also said that the ma fein, which is the fruit of the cannabis, if taken in excess, will, quote, produce visions of devils, 
Over a long term, it makes one communicate with spirits and lightens one's body. That's cool. I didn't even know they had a fruit. Mm-hmm. Is, do you know by any chance, like, like is it good? Is it like a like strawberry or a grape? No. Or what is it? What's in my understanding, on? it's like a, almost more like a nut kind of oh, thing. Like a hard mm-hmm. shell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. I've never even seen, like, I've I've seen a lot of, like, you know, like, vice documentaries, and they mm-hmm. show you the weed plant. Mm-hmm. I don't see any fruit ever anywhere. No. Is that something to do with that they're not breeding them? It's like only female plants, and they don't get exactly, fertilized yeah. or something. Or they are fertilized, I think. I, yeah. But it's only female plants, so maybe the male plants? I don't know. I know there's something special about female plants. Do you want to look it up? Um, sure. Yeah, let's look up let's look it up. fruit. Do you want to pause it? Sure. Yeah, the fruit. Mm-hmm. We just, I guess we'll say we, we so looked a, it up. Yeah, it's an acne. It's an acne, which is, from our, our understanding, like a little seedy kind of thing. A thin layer over the seed oh. is what it looks like. Okay. Over the seed? Over the seed. The seed, a fruit is made to feed the seed. The <laughs> feed fruit. the seed. Yeah. So, like, it looks like the... Like, all fruit, there's a seed in the middle, right? Uh-huh. So, like, this one just has a little tiny bit of Is fruit. a strawberry not a fruit, then? A strawberry has seeds. But not in the middle. I guess not in the middle. I don't think strawberry is a fruit. Yes, it is a fruit. I really don't think it's it is. It's a fruit. I don't think strawberry's a fruit. Now we're going to look up if strawberries are a fruit, guys. Text 616 strawberry if you think Are strawberries a fruit? A fruit? Put it up on our Twitter. At, oh. Yeah. Google says they're fruit. Yeah, Google says they're fruit. <laughs> but it's not a berry. Okay. All right. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't arguing that. No, it's not a berry. <laughs> All right, let's get back on track. All right. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, the Chinese were doing this. <laughs> now... <laughs> <laughs> the founder of Chinese surgery, who some can consider to be the founder of surgery, I guess that makes sense. Hua To uh, used the plant cannabis to uh, as an anesthesia, mm-hmm. an and anesthetic, as, and there it is, as an anesthetic. Mm-hmm. And he would mix it with wine, not maybe not literally, but he would have you take it and then have you take a sip right, of wine, right. something like that. Do you know how they're doing this still? Is it still this bath of? Sauna, sauna, marijuana. I think maybe just eating it, eating these acines, oh, which probably isn't the most that's effective. That's very not effective. Yeah. Interesting. And we'll get to later at more uh, how people are using it, but I think the right. Chinese weren't necessarily. Interesting. And then the last thing I want to add is that this use of THC was probably limited to very elite members of society mm-hmm. and maybe even just at ritualistic places, times. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't being taken by uh, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And now, so the use of cannabis as a medicine and psychoactively kind of emerged in China, mm-hmm. and it really took off when these trade routes started opening up between China and India, which, you know, in China and, uh, I guess, West Asia, Iran, that kind of area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it spread over to India. Why you call Iran West Asia, or you can? Yeah, it's in Asia. Oh, boy. Iranians are Asians. Whoa. Yeah. Guys, I didn't know that. Um... So then we go to India, and they really got a hold of cannabis and loved it. And they used it recreationally a lot. Mm-hmm. And they had it prepared in three different ways with three different levels of intensity. The first is called bang, B-A-N, bang. 
which is dry leaves with uh, the flowers removed. Uh huh. Okay. And this was the weakest. So I, don't I don't call know. this shake. Okay, yeah. It, it, you can get it for cheaper at right. weed stores. But it isn't shake like the clippings of the flowers? Uh, it's literally what shakes off the okay, flowers. Yeah. So, so I, this is just the leaves. I mean, I think those are the leaves a lot of the time. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true, though. It's probably even less than shake. Yeah, so this is probably very weak. Then they had ganja, which was ganja. prepared with the female plant flowers. So okay, this would be traditional marijuana. Exactly. And then there was Cannabis. charas, which is made only from the resin that covers mm. the female flowers. And mm-hmm. this was the strongest. Mm-hmm. This would be like hashish, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I think hashish is processed in some oh, way. Okay, okay. Resin, um, interesting. So they used in India the plant for a lot of medicinal purposes as well. It's referred to in the uh, the Vedas. Mm-hmm. The Vedas. Vedas, which you know a little bit about, yep. which was 2000 and between 2000 and 1400 B.C., um, in the Atharvaveda. Athar, uh, Athar, oh God. Atharvaveda. Argathera, is there a G in there? No G. Oh, I don't know. Atharveda? Um, yeah. Dothveda. Uh, and there's some <laughs> evidence by the 10th century CE that in India, this plant was being referred to as food of the gods. So mm. they really took a liking mm-hmm. to it. Now I have to say, I don't know where you got this information, uh-huh. but... I've heard that there's a lot of debate in the Vedas what food of the gods was. True. I've heard that too. And my best guess is that it was indeed the Amanita muscaria oh, mushroom. Okay. Um, but it could be other stuff. I they could have debate. a lot of different things. But yeah. just so you guys know. Yeah. Now the next country, I'm just going to briefly talk about it, is Tibet which is where, as we said at the beginning, the plant first originated 28 million years ago. Wow. And it was used by Buddhists Mm -hmm. to induce meditation. Oh. Which I think is interesting. That is interesting. And that's all I have to say about Tibet. That's it. Just Buddhists smoking (laughs) weed. All right. I'm sure there's a lot more, but I didn't. Next is Scythia. Have you heard of the Scythians? Uh, Only because I looked at where the the word might come from, and that came up. Okay. But I don't know anything about them. So the, so the Scythians were people who lived on the, the steppe, which I think they lived on the western steppe, so they weren't as far as Mongolia. I don't know what a steppe is. The what, steppe, what do you mean? The steppe is like this huge area of grassland in Russia that goes basically from like Hungary uh-huh. all the way to China. Oh. And it's just one massive, basically like... Like plain? Great plain? Like a big plain, like oh. an ocean with the water dried out. <laughs> okay. Weird. Yeah, okay. and a lot of societies evolved on the steppe. The Scythians, the Mongols, the Huns. Oh, okay. Horse people, nomadic people. Horse people, okay. So the Scythians, they lived, I think, around the Caucasus, which is kind of modern-day Ukraine, you can think of it. Mm, okay. But they weren't anything really like modern-day U- Ukrainians. They also used this uh, brazier method with the hot stones to mm, smoke it. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if this is where our word br- get braised, braised from? I never heard that word. Oh, you never braised something? Oh, like a braised meat? Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I think it's different. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. All right. Um, and then uh, you might be able to talk about this. There's some ideas that the plant, when grown at a higher altitude, produces a naturally higher THC content. I mean, that that is possible. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know 
for sure. But yeah. uh, based on why THC is being made, most of the time it is for protection mm. um, and it is a lipid. Mm. Um, so a waxy, more lipid-like substance being produced may help at higher right. altitudes. Um, mm. And maybe a byproduct of that is you get more THC. Okay. I don't know. So there's an idea that these Scythians had some pretty potent cannabis because mm-hmm. of where they were growing it. Uh, there's a Greek historian named Herodotus. Oh, I've heard of Herodotus. Pretty well known. Mm-hmm. And he wrote about the Scythians, and he said that they made um, tents and heated rocks. So they would probably mm-hmm. just put this whole thing in a tent. Mm. And they would inhale these vapors, and he said it made them shout for joy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Shout for joy. Which is interesting. It's strong weed. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, these Scythians are interesting because they buried a lot of their dead in in tombs we can still find today that are pretty well preserved. Mm-hmm. And in a few tombs, we've excavated and found residents of cannabis as well as opium. Mm. So they were doing all kinds of fun stuff. Mm. I guess, wow, yeah, okay. Yeah. And did you add this in, this, the astonishing resemblance between... Oh, yeah, that's just the word thing. Oh. I just want to talk. Just I brief. That's the only other thing. Oh, okay. Do you yeah. want to talk about it? No, just that I think uh, the what camboss is that what it says? Yeah. The Scythian word camboss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is very similar to cannabis. Yeah. And they think that it probably came from here. Yeah. That's about it. The Scythians were cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got any any no like, i just stories? think they're cool why they're i just cool? think they're neat it's cool yeah they were very good at uh horses you know riding horses around who are their like com- uh compadres what do you like, mean uh people with same live in the same time same time the greeks the greeks Herodotus. okay 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 gotcha. and they would get fudged up by these scythians if they tried to fight them yeah because they just didn't know how to deal what about with them. the spartans i hear they're pretty badass i don't think i don't know if the spartans they? and the scythians ever fought but oh. i bet the spartans would have lost really wow. yeah okay um yeah, and the scythians uh they they've dug up some graves and the people had tattoos and you can still see their tattoos mm, on their skin wow from these basically mummies that's cool yeah so they had all kinds of wild tattoos who says a tattoo doesn't look good I know. when you get old even 2000 years later it looks <laughs> gosh and they found like uh, rugs with cool designs on them and that's uh, cool. they had cool mustaches I sometimes like i think that like history just repeats itself and however technologically advanced we think we are right now mm-hmm. they thought they were oh definitely yeah, yeah. Everyone thinks they're the pinnacle. It's crazy. It's kind of interesting, though. Can we go into a quick side note? Of course. We say that, but there have been times where, like, after the Roman Empire fell, where people were looking up at all this crazy stuff the Romans had built and thought, man. That's true. And it was the opposite for them. Like, wow, back then we were good, but now we're bad. Right. Like, uh, the the Dark Ages. Yeah. And when we were, we brought that up a lot. Were you in my disease and medicine class? No. Oh, we brought that up a lot, like... When they were like, wow, the Romans had it, the Greeks and Romans had it figured out. Yeah. Yeah. So not everyone thinks they're, That's true. they're the mm. best. I think it'd be wild to live in a world where we can't do stuff we used to be able to do. That would be weird. I've heard we don't know how to land on the moon anymore. So maybe, Really? Yeah. Like, we just don't know how. I mean... I'm sure we could. We could. I just... I think it's the same thing as, like, we don't know how to build a computer from scratch anymore. Right. Like... You know, they coded that a long time ago, and now 
you know, you always rely on what people have done before you. Right. So why would you reinvent the wheel kind of thing? It was probably because the moon landing was fake. Well, that's true as well. Just kidding. And the I earth is flat. I don't think it's fake. And the earth is flat, though. I mean, maybe. Who knows? So next we're going to go into the Arabic world, which is also known as West Asia. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, and they really also took a liking to cannabis. Mm-hmm. They were the ones, I think, who first made hash. Oh, okay. Yeah, I believe so. And I don't really know what hash is. Hashish, do you? I thought it was the same as whatever we call that other stuff. It's the resin. I heard that they somehow... They concentrate it Concentrate somehow. it. It's similar to the way when, when we make edibles, they would yeah. kind of boil it down. And I heard they had a cold water extraction method oh, for hash. They do that with the Oxycontin. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I, th- I I think it's basically concentrated cannabis. I mean, I'm, I know it is that. I yeah. just don't know how they concentrate yeah, okay. it. That's all. So they used it a lot. There's a writing by a guy named... Uh, Ibn al-Badri, in 1464, he was, I think, the doctor to the the ruler mm-hmm. at that time. The sheikh? The sheikh or the shah? I don't know. Imam? I don't know. But the son of this sheikh, shah, imam guy was a dick, no, was epileptic. Oh. And he used the hash to cure him. But then he said that this guy got addicted to it and, mm-hmm. quote, could not be for a moment without the drug. Mm. So he became a stoner. Oh. Now, so this, there's two interesting points I want to make. Yeah. The first point is that cannabis has been shown, THC, has been shown to help with epilepti- epilepsy a lot, actually, mm-hmm. um, as well as Parkinsonian uh, uh, symptoms, as well as any sort of essential tremor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's interesting is that on those same lines, cannabis is thought to be one of uh, a few drugs that aren't actually addictive. Hmm. Um, similar to a hallucinogen mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, but I think there's a lot of debate whether just because it's not addictive doesn't physically. mean... Yeah, physically. Which I think should be called dependence. Yes. Um an addiction psychologically you can have. And yeah. I, I think it is psychologically addictive. I agree. So, yeah. Um, I don't think that's even up for the deba- debate. I, I don't think, think so. You know, we, I, we both know people who. Yeah. Are, are stoners. Um, so uh, one thing before I go into the next topic that I think was interesting. And when I was doing this reading is most of the sources I read ancient referring to cannabis talked about it in a medicinal sense. Mm-hmm. Very few of them used it recreationally, and it was a big deal in medicine. They used it kind of as we covered for all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I find it interesting that it's took until <laughs> maybe even not now. We're we're just getting into using it as a medicine, and even then, mm-hmm. it's kind of seen as a oh, it's like a alternative. Yeah, medicine. alternative. When I think homeopathic, it might, yeah, when it might have some really proven benefits. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to talk about uh, the Greeks and Romans because I love talking about the Romans. And one of my favorite TV shows is called Rome. It's oh. on HBO. I think it only had two or three seasons. Because it wasn't everybody's favorite. Then. It was not. But it was no. critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Yep. It, it revolved around uh, Julius Caesar and then what happened after he was killed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and it showed these Romans smoking pot. And I was like, oh shit, we're going to have to talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. I didn't know that. 
But believe it or not, this HBO show lied. No. Yes. <laughs> Are you sure it was pot though? It was. Like, it was pretty, pretty, sh- pretty. Yeah. No. Pretty. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Pretty. Yeah. It was strongly it insinuated that, right. it, that it was because they were like, "You want to smoke some ganja?" Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, I have this plant. We can smoke it." You want to get were, high? And then they were giggling and <laughs> like mm. acting high. Okay. Okay. So I did some research into the the use of cannabis by both Greeks and Romans. And I found that hemp was incredibly popular in both mm. those societies, but mostly for its fiber, oil, and other physical properties. So like industrial uses. Industrial use of hemp was huge back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of debate about whether or not they used it recreationally. Um, some people think that there's a bias in academia against the idea that Greeks and Romans used it recreationally. Mm. Some people think that the people who study this kind of have an image of the Greeks and Romans that they want to preserve as not being the type of people oh. who would indulge in something like that. Wow, that opens a whole can of worms about all the historians Very biasing much. everything. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, it's hugely biased. Oh. Can I even trust history, Stuart? No. Because, oh, right. I mean, it's history is seen through the lens of the present, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as uh, we can only know the present. Hey, what's that fun little quote? Um... History is something. History is. I don't know. Good quote. Thank you. Uh, so then I'm going to talk about the works of this guy. Well, not really talk about it. Briefly mention his name's Patrick McGovern, and he's a molecular archaeologist. What? Which I think is a very, <laughs> what? A very interesting title. What did you just say? He's a molecular archaeologist. What? <laughs> so he goes okay. and looks literally at the tiny molecules you can find on cups, vases, pottery, okay. anything back in the day, and trying to analyze it and see if like. Oh, it's that one type of dirt that only exactly. is in s- yeah. Crete. And it's exactly. So he okay. looked at some uh, amphorae, which are the what they used to use to transport wine in okay. Greece. And he found trace amounts of cannabis mm-hmm. mixed in with the wine. Oh. So it's, it's possible that they were mixing uh, wine and cannabis for recreation, for taste, which mm-hmm. I don't know how well it tastes. Um, or they, what I personally believe is that they knew these other medical benefits and mm-hmm. they were putting it in wine, um, kind of as a, as an additive mm-hmm. and maybe because wine was the safest thing to drink. So if you had to add cannabis to anything, you have to add it to wine because you can't add it to water. It could mm. go bad. As far as I know, um, in order to have it orally active mm-hmm. without smoking it, you, it doesn't work. Right. So all edibles already have been, uh, the THC has become active right. by some sort of like boiling extraction, yeah. CO2 extraction. Which method. there's evidence that these guys knew that. And knew oh, okay. That. Okay. Okay. So next I want to talk about Galen, who I know you like. Yes. You can talk, do you want to say something about Galen? Not really. That's a pee. Okay. I want to, what's that quote? Uh, Galen, did you have anything you want to say about Galen? Uh, yeah. So, um, if I'm not mistaken, Galen was the dude that created the, uh, four humors. Mm -hmm. Very, uh, funny guy, as you said. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, uh, So let's see if we can remember the four humors, Stuart. We got bile. Uh We got phlegm. Uh Oh, sorry. Black bile. bile. Yellow bile. Uh 
phlegm, and blood. Blood. Yeah. I think that's the four. And he basically was like, hey, every disease, everything that's wrong with you is an imbalance of one of these four humors. Mm-hmm. So they were like, fucking, I got this going on with me. Well, that means you have too much blood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leech you or cut you and mm-hmm. have your blood drain out. And uh, He was really about like, oh, you're too like dry or too wet. Mm-hmm. Um, and to try to balance this shit out with uh, weird, weird methods. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have really about Galen. I think that... Um how long ago was that? Two thousand years? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, two thousand years. Two thousand years from now, I wonder how we'll look at our medical practices. Yeah, I mean, I still think, um, like, we can already kind of see that now when we think about cancer treatment, chemo. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, hey, in order to get a, rid of the cancer, we're going to get like t- attack all your cells. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very similar thing back in Galen. It's like, in order to get this, mm-hmm. we're going to, you know. Get all your blood out. Yeah. It's like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But, Anywho. Yeah. So Galen was a doctor in Rome, mm-hmm. ancient Rome, mm-hmm. and he wrote a lot of books. He was very influential. He did. He did. Um, and one of the books he wrote was called On the Properties of Foodstuffs. Oh, <laughs> foodstuffs. One of his most popular. Mm. And he talked about hemp in this. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. through and mention some of his mentionings of cannabis all right and he he specified as hemp seeds but that might just be a translation thing Um, i think there's such a thing as hemp seed mm -hmm. versus so he said hemp seeds are used to create a sort of warmth and or given to party guests to promote hilarity and enjoyment oh to party guests (laughs) to promote hilarity um and then he said (laughs) hemp cakes Oh. And unfortunately, he didn't specify what hemp cakes are, so I tried mm. to look that up, and no one really knows. But mm. it's thought that it's, uh, you know, baked, mm-hmm. which would give it that edible property. To get you baked. Get you baked. Right. Uh, and he said, if eaten in moderation, produced oh. a feeling of well-being, but taken in excess, that led to intoxication, dehydration, mm-hmm. and impotence. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Um, wonder how he figured that one out. Yeah. And then he also wrote that, this is a quote, it is not the case that since the Indian hemp plant itself resembles the chast tree, its seed is somehow similar in property to that seed. Uh, okay. So I think he's saying that, that it's bad. Because then he goes on to say, rather, it's completely different from it. I don't know mm. what the chast seed is. I should have looked that up. Is a chast seed like to make you chast? I don't think so. I think, I don't know. I don't mm. think so. Mm. Um, but he said... Learning stuff, guys. <laughs> rather, it is completely different from it, being diff- difficult to concoct and unwholesome, and oh. produces headaches and unhealthy humors. Mm. Nevertheless, some people roast and eat it with other sweet meats. Uh, I don't know what a sweet meat is. <laughs> I don't... That's a funny word. Sweet meat. Give me that sweet meat, Stuart. (laughs) (laughs) The seeds are quite warming, and consequently, when they are taken in quantity over a short period, they affect the head, sending up to it a vapor that is both warm and like a drug. Mm. (laughs) Okay. So I think he's basically saying he thinks it's a bad thing. And the Romans were pretty racist, and they Mm. knew that this came from the East. Ah. He said it came from India. 
Right. And they might have affiliated it with, oh, this is gross because it's coming from these people. And also people they had conflict with. Wow. So, They're racist, huh? Yeah. So while the Romans knew about cannabis, they knew of its medicinal properties, they knew of its psychoactive properties, it's pretty unlikely that they used it very much. Mm-hmm. And it's very unlikely that they ever grew it just because of the climate of the area. Okay. So yeah. if they were to take it, they would have had to have it shipped over which is a whole process. Um, Via the Silk Road. Yeah. So basically, while I was very excited to talk about all the uses <laughs> of cannabis in ancient Rome, it seems to me like they didn't really use it all that much. Mm. Um, they used hemp for its properties, physical properties. They knew of cannabis. They were racist about it. And really, they were into other drugs like opium, mm-hmm. which we can get into. Sure. Which is interesting because opium's not from there either. No, it's from China for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Pakistan is huge. Is that yeah, close Afghanistan, enough? Yeah, Pakistan, for... they knew of that, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Alexander the Great conquered Afghanistan. So it's part of their empire then? So they wouldn't need to import it? Not part of the Roman Empire. Oh. Alexander the Great? He was no. Greek. Oh. Macedonian. Oh. Macadamian? Macedonian. Oh. Not like the nut. Not the nut. No. Okay. <laughs> and uh, that's really all we have. So we, we went from cannabis from 28 million years ago to 2,000 years ago. Damn. The Romans. So we yeah. just covered 28 million years of cannabis wow, history. Wow, that's better than I covered. In 30 like, minutes. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I think we'll do another, maybe we'll do another episode. Or yeah, I'd like to, to episode, do another history episode. Because this is really just where it takes off. The, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the history of cannabis, especially in the last... 200 years is mm-hmm. pretty pretty wild. Yeah, I think the last 200 years will probably take us 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Um, and I think we, we talked about it in our DEA episode. Did we? I can't We remember. talked about the scheduling and why they scheduled cannabis because it was smoked by hippies and black people. Mm, yeah, yeah. We should get into just a little bit about like, I don't know actually. I don't know. Yeah, do you have anything else you want to add about it in the ancient times? I don't, I don't think so. Um, Any thoughts, questions, comments? Thoughts, questions, comments. Not really. Okay. I just wonder, I guess my one thing is like, I'm pretty sure potency has decreased or was very little in the time and has increased dramatically. And even... You know, 20 years ago, the yeah. potency of cannabis. It's or, crazy now. Yeah, was like 13%. Yeah. And now we're consistently in our 20s, and it's not unheard of to see 35, 40% yeah. flower. I bet if you gave our current cannabis to the, the Scythians, mm-hmm. they would be blown away. Yeah. So I just think that's pretty interesting because uh, what we have now, a, a controlled environment which we know exactly when the percent where the percentage is mm-hmm. in legal places mm-hmm. where the percentage is um and like it was tested for all these mm-hmm. like chemicals and it's pure yeah uh it's pretty interesting yeah so come a long way for sure yeah and my main takeaway i want to talk about and i already kind of mentioned it was how it was used as a, a medicine mm-hmm. and i understand that now it's not a medicine in the traditional sense but i mm-hmm. think that the focus has been shifted so strongly to demonize it and make it look Mm -hmm. like a drug you Mm -hmm. know in the 60s and earlier you know the 
what what was the hysteria thing the oh what they call that you know, you know what I'm talking about? How in the 20s and 30s they had like the movies and PSAs against pot oh, and it was called something? Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. Yeah. Weed man- madness or yeah, something? Yeah, marijuana madness. Exactly. So there's been this huge effort to make it look like this mm-hmm. druggy thing mm-hmm. when I think it legitimately has possibly some, some medis- medicinal uses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can generalize that to everything mm-hmm. and just keep in mind like, the only reason, uh, the only reason that people think uh, diff- different uh, images in their head come to mind when I say drug and when I say medicine mm-hmm. is because of the political situation mm-hmm. and what labels we put on it. Yeah, uh, every single drug that I can think of has been used. Uh, as a medicine that's recreational. Yeah. Um, and so it's just interesting. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all we have for this week. It was kind of a short episode. Yeah. A little quick app. A little quick one, mm-hmm. but we'll have probably a part two coming out next week. Sure thing. So that's all. I'm Stuart. And I'm Randall. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Adios.